Turn on my headphones. It's too much kickbait. It's too much kickbait. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you. Oh, I'm going backwards. <laughs> Gabe, start it here. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and welcome, welcome, welcome to another round of the Burn the Well podcast. If you guys have tuned in before, thank you so much for coming for the 11th episode that we've done so far. If you're tuning in for the first time, this is a cocktail hour brought to you by the Harder Brunch family. Uh, and I need to be, I guess, a little bit more elaborate on what we do here from the jump. Uh, we have a very good time. Uh, myself and my cohorts, my comedy cohorts, my bartender cohorts, uh, talking about making drinks, working in the service industry. Uh, then eventually we make some drinks, and then we're very critical of each other. And then I, uh, I hope we end up friends at the end. I don't really know for sure. Uh, was that Thaddeus? Do you think that was a pretty good uh, uh, way to solid introduction? Was that a good summary of what we do here? That's I mean, what you do. Okay, you do your thing, and and it, it works. Well, thank you very much, Thaddeus. My name is Jake Johnson. Uh, with me, uh, I guess, for the past few episodes, and happy to see you again. Thaddeus McKee, how you doing? Heary, heary. Okay, you've got another <laughs> voice for us. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing great today. Okay. And, and I th- once again, I think you're going for some kind of European accent. Like, and oh, I, lad, it's not the European <laughs> at all. Scottish. Is it? I don't. Well, that, that's European. Oh, they say mix. Uh, well, they're not in the EU anymore. No. But, yeah. Bye bye. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye. Is that what you were going for? <laughs> you know what? I don't know what I was going for, man. Okay. I think I you just, fucking killed it, bud. I I, I killed whatever yeah. I I went for. <laughs> Thoroughly squished. And it's in the past. <laughs> Squish. Thaddeus McKee, thank you so much for being here. My co-host also joining me. Happy to have him once again, always and again. Raymond Marcus Wofford the third. How you doing, bud? I'm doing good. Doing good. Got some miles in on the bike today. Broke a sweat. Feeling fucking froggy as hell, dude. How do Fuck. you how do you sweat in in forty five fifty degree weather? I'm wearing shorts. Oh, <laughs> shorts and long socks. Okay, long socks. I think you should have led with long socks. <laughs> I got there, long socks on. There's more logic in the like, long that, socks. That's, well, the shorts make... seem counterintuitive. <laughs> <a little> bit, <laughs> Absolutely, shorts make me sweat. <laughs> The thought of moving makes me sweat. Like, I am just, like, super, like, I'm sweating right now. He usually rides his bike naked, is what he's saying. He was wearing mm-hmm. shorts, and that's why he was perspiring. I love my dick in the wind. Mm. That was you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we do live less than a mile away from each other, so. Yeah. I've never been invited over, so I, don't, I want to know. Heather Storms. <laughs> Heather Storms. I, I started with your name. That's no good way to lead into our guest introduction. Uh, all uh, Coming all the way out here to Irvington Town, we have the general manager of the Ball and Biscuit Cocktail Bar on Mass. Have the oldest cocktail bar in yeah. downtown. Well, craft cocktail. Craft if cocktail you do bar. that distinction because there were... People making cocktails here before, but the yeah. OG of the G- the GM of the OG craft cocktail bar, the Ball and Biscuit, Heather Storms. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Let's get some. Let's get some snaps. Let's, let's <laughs> get some na- more some clapping, game. More clapping, game. Yes. 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 Wait, 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 Oh, no, oh, that's yeah. that was funny. That, that's yeah. them laughing that, that at you was... for not knowing where the clap yeah. button was. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh man, that's so funny. Yeah. God. Oh. I like it. This when does w- it stop? It's way too long. This is way too long. <laughs> this is way too long this of a button. Just laughing yeah. because that laughter went forever. Wait, 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 wait. No, I think this is the this is the applause button. <laughs> 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 Wrong again. I'm gonna say that's strike two and three all the same. <laughs> well, 
I mean, you you have some more chances throughout the podcast. Okay. And yeah, there are yeah. several other buttons for you I'm, to push. And now I'm very nervous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one does self-destruct this whole studio. Oh, my so God. please do not push that one. Or else we're uh, we're dead. How to reset? Because we're off to a real banger start with this Burn the Well podcast. Uh, thank you guys again for tuning in. Uh, we we uh, we got we got some drinks to talk about. We've got some service industry stuff to talk about. From Jump Street, Raymond Marcus Swafford the Third. You came up with a welcome cocktail for us. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. It's the welcome cocktail. It is on the fall cocktail menu at the German brunch place that Jake and I work at. It's uh, what is Schmardenfable? Schmardenfable. Schmart. Okay. That's yeah. 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 Very good. Sehr lecker. You, you're laughing. You don't even know what it means. I, I, no, I just. It's my fun. limited it's German. I, I got it. I have no fucking clue. Uh, so what is in this cocktail? Um, so it is two ounces of gold tequila, one ounce of vanilla vodka, one ounce of a watermelon simple syrup, um, 0.75 lime juice. And one unmuddled mint. Shake the living fuck out of it. Served um, in say like a coupe glass or martini. You didn't. You didn't muddle the mint. You no. just. You, you thought the ice would do enough of the yeah. muddling right there. Just beat the shit out of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and I did. <laughs> I'm just picturing a, a, a gang of soccer hooligans wearing ice jerseys beating up a mint. That's a weird image in this day and age. My brain hurts. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, uh, very good. Very, very, uh, very good complimenting flavors with that uh, lush simple from Schmarden Fable. Uh, again, watermelon, grapefruit, and mint in there. Um, Heather, what do you think? I think it's delightful. Honestly, like uh, the acidity is perfect. Uh, it's still refreshing, and you do get the base spirit, which is pretty much all we ask out of a, a cocktail. So. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thaddeus, as Marcus's drink surrogate, as Marcus is not drinking currently, he did make this drink. He did not get to taste it himself. Uh, what do you think of uh, what do you what do you think of your own creation, Thaddeus? Well, uh, <laughs> I, I wasn't aware that I created it, but um, I did drink it, uh-huh. and uh, his creation was great. I like the hidden mint. That's why I will call that the hidden Ooh, mint. It was yeah. like it was subtle, and I was like, "Is there mint in there?" And I was like scared to ask because it's like one of the. It was like so subtle. But it was there, but like I could see someone making fun of me if there wasn't mint. Like mint. No, it's rumble mints, dude. I put fucking rumble mints oh, and God. vodka and no, I'm just somebody kidding. call my oh, husband. God. I'm that not allowed be- to be here anymore. <laughs> rumble mints. If anyone's listening live into this recording, uh, they're probably with the Federal Bureau. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> please contact your <Hi>. husband. <laughs> uh, there was there is mint in the simple syrup. So there probably doesn't need yeah. to be a, like an overabundance of mint as well, but just to have a little bit on top certainly doesn't hurt. Uh, this is great. I, I look forward to having this yeah, on the I menu. Thank you, guys. This Thank is you. currently available on the menu at Schmarden Fable. Uh, German brunch place. German brunch place. Schmarden Fable. Ma- is that by Faker's Beald? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Exactly. okay. It's in the same hemisphere. And All across right. the street <laughs> from a small and Trisket. There you go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. yes. Yeah. You know the area. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Once again, I look forward to somebody talking about how they looked up like googled these places <laughs> in indianapolis and where just got to go in indianapolis yeah i love asav <laughs> that's exactly it's what it Ave. is Thank you. <laughs> small and trisket is probably my favorite <laughs> Ooh, that sounds nice <laughs> it's actually already made its way onto yelp at there's already bad those, reviews at least one of those two things are true like yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, how you've been, you've been the general manager for a, a minute 
At, yeah. At Ball and Biscuit, uh, I started there uh, in March of 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been there for just over a year and a half now, taking over for the illustrious Kendall Lockwood, uh, who has been such a huge player in the uh, old school, like, you know, craft cocktail movement in Indy. She went to open our sister restaurant, Babies, uh, located in the old Talbot Street location, mm-hmm. um, and then kind of tapped me in as, like, the next, the next in line to, you know, take over this insanely uh, historied and respected cocktail bar, which is, you know, such a huge honor for me anyway. Right. Uh, so, yeah, that's pretty much what I've been doing for the last year and a half is yeah. just trying to maintain the reputation and kind of, you know, roll with the the punches and, and uh, navigate, you know, not only just what was going on before COVID, but certainly since COVID, trying to make sure that we're still relevant, that we're still taking care of our people and that we're still, you know, the ball and biscuit that people have come to know and love. Yeah. You, uh, you've, so when this opportunity came, you just immediately knew this was exactly what was going to be you eventually, it's, or I'm, not eventually, but like this opportunity arose and then you're like, this is me. Yeah, this is it's, definitely a, me. it's actually kind of a funny story. Um, I used to work at a place called Black Market, um, RIP, Ram. Um, one, the place that taught me pretty much the basis of everything I know now. Um, I worked back there in uh, 2014 is when I started there and she and her boyfriend would come in as guests and we just kind of developed a, you know, casual friendship, just, you know, server and servee. Mm-hmm. And uh, she used to always joke with me, like one day when I retire or leave or start a new restaurant, you're going to take over ball and biscuit for me. And she said this to me for years and I would just kind of laugh it off. <laughs> I was like, you <laughs> me like i started working out uh, working uh, in the industry in a, a shitty sports bar like slinging like off the gun like margaritas and you know not there's anything wrong with that because i do appreciate it. it's my favorite trash Absolutely. cocktail yeah um and she always told me that she's like you're gonna take this over and then she came to me um last uh, december of 2018 and was like no the time's here and i was like are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, I thought this was a joke. And she's like, no, no, I'm serious. And so at that point, yeah, I was kind of like, I really started thinking about like what my career would be like in the industry moving forward. And this is the perfect first step. I, w- I would say that uh, when people come into Schmartin Fable, uh, obviously the hours are weird currently, but people do still imbibe in cocktails, craft cocktails as well. Uh, when they ask, like when they ask what the next place to go is, you know, for cocktails like this, the first place they say is Ball and Biscuit, of course. I can't think of anywhere else on the avenue right now. I mean... Not on the Ave. Not no. on the avenue. I mean, especially not in the 300 block where we are, too. Like, it's it's very clear that, like, you guys are the premier spot. And, I mean, I like, we are trying to do something where we're at, but, you know, we have a certain clientele that we cater towards, especially only being open for brunch or whatever have you. I would say, like, Ball and Biscuit, that, that is the place to go still for you know traditional stuff and experimental type of cocktails as well and uh staff ingenuity like i think like if you're looking for something like these weird things that we have on our menu like then you definitely need to go and ball to ball and biscuit uh, that's all that I, I i can't speak highly enough about how awesome your your guys's stuff has been for a very long time thank yeah. you that's extremely high praise we really appreciate it yeah. <laughs> Um, before that was black market. I remember you from union 50 as well. Like you've worked at all the dope spots. I've tried my dopest. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I, I kind of got my uh, feet wet at black market under the 
this guy actually, if he ever listens to this podcast, is going to hate me for calling him this because he has for years. My mentor, Chris Coy, who now uh, is a co-owner and GM of Inferno Room. Mm. Uh, that dude taught me everything I know uh, for the most part. And then, uh, I, yeah, I did move from there to Union 50, uh, took over the bar program about four months after my husband stopped running the bar program. Um, and then just had a ball, you know, like, uh, just really pushing the boundaries of what a Cunningham restaurant could do as far as cocktails go. Like we were uniquely situated. Um, we're kind of a one-off, you know, we weren't really beholden to a lot of the corporate suburban standards that some of their other, uh, branches were. Mm -hmm. And so that was super fun. And then, uh, yeah, Kendall gave me the nod and, uh, yeah, moved on over to the B and B. What did, what did. I'm gonna ask a I'm gonna ask a personal uh, personal question. Ew. Like, oh god, <laughs> goodness. So you worked at a you worked at a sports bar, right? Like for a little bit. What did you do before that? Did you go like Did you go to school? Did you get your degree? Are you still paying that shit off? Like what? Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I did. I got my uh, bachelor's in English uh, with a focus in uh, creative writing from Butler University. Go dogs. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, and no, I actually, uh, I was one of the lucky kids, I guess you would say, uh, I got a lot of scholarships and some grants. And so, uh, when I graduated, I didn't have a ton of debt. Uh, I mean, I had, I had significant debt, but it wasn't, you know, what we're seeing a lot of people face these days. Um, so I actually paid off my student loans three years ago, mm -hmm. um, Congrats. which is, thank you. Cause yep. <laughs> Lord. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Snaps in the circle. Yeah. And yeah. my husband also went to Butler and uh, did not experience the same, you know, he's, we're still paying his loans. So mm. well, that's, there it is. I was like, <laughs> hey. I, was, I was thinking you were going to look for the, uh, the applause button again. Let's try another applause button. Oh, hey! We've done it. There's, so yellow is good and green is, is bad. Is bad. Okay. That was that's that's the summary of of what I the question that Heather just answered. Uh, that was I, awesome. I'm a writing uh, person myself. That's that is what I went to school for. Um, and yeah, I, like I I've been hearing a lot more of this too. Like a lot of people related to similar fields that find themselves finding creativity in the industry, in bartending and and what have you. And I think it might be a testament to making the best of a bad situation, what would seem like a bad situation because things aren't going the way that you expected them to. But there are creative people that find a way to like let their creativity sort of, you know, like blossom and like, you know, root into the cracks, if you will. I don't know if that's like a really good analogy for it, but Ew. Is that? Uh, I don't know. Is it you? He's it's like, a, you uh, said crack. I that. <laughs> Not I, a fan I, of crack, man. Had a bad experience. <laughs> and, and, I, and I would love to, you know, further my pursuits in school, but I like what I'm doing. And I've only gotten better and better opportunities from being in this town, being in this neighborhood, being in this industry and meeting these kind of people or whatever. It's, it's a good time to be doing this. It's not a really good time to be doing anything right now. And I was going to say, like, you're so, like March 2019 is when you started at Ball and Biscuit. Yeah. So March 2020 is your soft, the start of your sophomore <laughs> year at Ball and Biscuit. Yeah. Sophomore slump, maybe. I, I was going uh, uh, to <laughs> put it very lightly. Yeah. I mean, but, uh, but you guys have been adapting, much like every other business that has to. So, absolutely. I mean, Just trying to do anything we can to keep uh, our, ourselves in the conversation, to make sure that our regulars feel taken care of, to, you know, even try to introduce ourselves to a whole new 
group of people um, because, you know, there are still people out there who haven't been to Mass Ave and haven't been to any of the establishments that we work at and, uh, you know, really are looking for guidance when they come down there. And we're just trying to represent ourselves as best as we can. Mm -hmm. How do you deal with handlebars? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So generally they don't come to us because our price point is pretty high. Yeah. Um, Usually they're like, look at the, can we see a menu? And then they're like, oh God, no. Um, What? Can we can we get those ice pops that you have and just like fucking leave? And right. I'm like, those things are tight. Thank you. Good day. Yeah. And those will be nine dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the they they are five dollars now because you know the colder season we need to like move and we have a shit ton of. Oh them, hell so. yeah! I'll be I'll be over tomorrow. Those of you at the Schmarden <laughs> Fable should come over and. Uh... <laughs> They're good. I've tried every flavor now. I think I'm pretty sure. Um, uh, the uh, I. I just, I just thought about a handlebar, and I, I was having PTSD there for a second, I think. <laughs> uh, the, okay, th- that that is what tripped me up a little bit. Like, didn't – like, have you been on one of those things? No. On, on a handlebar? Never. The one time that I've done it, which was over, uh, over a half a decade ago, you were supposed to schedule out where you went to, right? But doesn't it seem like they kind of just pop over wherever they want to? Like, Oh, yeah. This, yeah. is, this is like this is my Andy Rooney like hey what's the deal with this like <laughs> for Indianapolis like when I worked at McNiven's uh, I don't know what jackass that was the handlebar captain um, yeah that fucking do they idiot. have those I don't know He's whoever like, whoever just somebody dropped. should be in charge the, yeah and the, they have to like look even shittier than all of the patrons that are on the fucking thing like if you can't <laughs> tell like I I don't like those things I don't I don't like them at all. Um, when I worked at McNiven's, one of the handlebar captain bitches, uh, decided to say that, yeah, McNiven's has a handlebar like shot discount and they would come in and I would shut Becky and Kennedy and fucking grace. And like, I would, yeah, grace, where's my jewel? (laughs) Like I would just shut them down. Like, no, that's not a fucking thing. Like, but I also would just try to push, uh, like canned beers or like shit like that, that they can just like, how can I get you away from me faster? Because they're fucking with, you know, somebody at the bar that is trying to like have a good time with their significant other or whatever. Like they're affecting the whole entire room. Cause they come in just guns blazing and they're like, they've been outside yelling at each other and everybody else asking, asking them like, Oh, well pick a number. Like when, f- when did that start, I, by the I way? Because like I, I, I've been on the avenue for years, and I just noticed it this summer. I, yeah, same. I think I think that to that to that uh, to that whole point, like they got a new staff now, and they clearly have upped their like training regiment. Like they've kind of coached them to be like, you want to make it seem like you're the life of the party. You want to be on one of these too. So they've like kind of incorporated games or something out of their. I believe they're called pilots. Uh, they're uh, it's like Sully too. Really suck. What did what, what did you say, Captain? Like did you say, Captain, Captain, Captain. Yeah. Captain. I think Captain. Look at me, sure. Look at me, sure. I'm the Captain now. Captain's yeah. hilarious because it's a really <laughs> shitty boat. It just ends up like the Titanic. Like everybody's just fucked at the end. Everyone's just tanked. Yeah. Hey. God damn it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Captain. Uh, Captain Hook was a shitty pilot. Just saying. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I would agree with that. Yeah, Captain Hook was a shitty pilot. I mean, so he was ca- all about the outfits and the, you know, 
these damn kids. He was about the theatrics, <laughs> but he really wasn't to like the pragmatism that it takes to like run a vessel. No. So Smee Cap- was doing everything really. Exactly. Nobody talks about Smee. Yep. Captain is a very demeaning term. Pilot has not gotten there yet. I don't think. No, because like, it's like it's very respected. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah. What did you ever see that Denzel movie, uh, Flight? I'm. You know, I don't fucking watch movies. That's man. okay. It's <laughs> yeah. a good one though. I might fuck with it. Captain is definitely a little bit on the lower end of the totem pole than pilot. I think well, these days, rightfully so. They're fucking on a god. They're taking care of a bunch of fucking graces and kendras on a goddamn like thing. I don't know. Let's be demeaning towards these people. I, Let, don't, I don't like them. Let's solve the. <laughs> let's solve this problem right here, right now, though. Like, yeah, goddamn, this needs to be fixed right now. Yeah. yeah, I think this is the right table of people to to get to the bottom of this. We will fix this. Like, I think there should be a specific handlebar menu, and it's in an emergency. And it's, it's just this little laminated rectangle that you blow the dust off of and then throw at them. And then you, and then you run it and you run and cower before they start yelling like Vegas mobs yeah. or something. Like, you know? I want two lemon drops, one server on acid, 17 mm-hmm. sorry nights, and then a shot of tequila. But I don't want the expensive kind of tequila. I just want like the well. Mm-hmm. And you're like, bitch, nah, you're all getting lemon drops or none of you are. Yeah. <laughs> also, also we have to be back on the thing in like Five and a half seconds. And uh, we <laughs> will be paying separate. Yeah. Because fuck Venmo. Yeah. Oh, my yep. gosh. It's it's a fucking bartender's nightmare, man. Yeah. Like, is. you'll be in, like, a very good flow and rhythm. And, like, you got a full bar. People are happy. You're, you know, making people's nights by telling them shitty jokes and shit and giving them mediocre to very, very good alcohol or beer. Um, And then a just gang of these people come in and they just fuck everything up. Yep. They'll, they'll move chairs around. They'll like the menus will be like on the floor. Um, I think but, I, yeah, I, I, it just I, fucking sucks. I They're think, just like wrecking balls, man. I think Fuck there, that. there needs to be a little bit more communication on the bar side, like what that group of people in particular can get. But I definitely think there needs to be a little bit more coaching on the handlebar or the pickle peddler side. Like, hey, you are partaking in our thing. They are not, this business is not affiliated with our business. We would appreciate it if you didn't burn the bridges immediately. If you just kind of like acted accordingly. Of course, no one's going to follow it, but it would be yeah, great. They, they don't give a shit. Like, they, no. like, zero they, 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 like, if they, I guarantee that no pickle peddler or handlebar does any sort of like, we would appreciate it if you gave respect to the community or whatever. This is a, <laughs> they this don't is, give a fuck. This man. is a shitty hill to die on, like because because we because we've de- we've all dealt with it in multiple ways for multiple years. But I mean, they still exist, and there's only more and more of them, and they're only getting more and more rambunctious with those number games and whatnot. You know, I I just I don't know. I think there needs to be like we need to have like a, a treatise a bit. So you would rather anybody that's on the handlebar coming in. Just to like order like a simple shot. Yeah, like, dude. Shots, like if they could perfect. be like, we'll have fifteen shots of Repo tequila yep. or yeah. fifteen JMOs, and we'll all do a light beer. I'm like, got you. Yeah, yeah. that should be the way. Yeah, but then people want fucking like, uh, well, Greg wants an old fashioned, but also what IPAs do you have on tap? Yeah. Also, it's I have just all over the fucking map. And all I would in. like a I would like a daiquiri, but yeah. with no sugar because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really watching my calories. And, I'm doing keto. And our uh, driver is going to text us within two minutes because we got to get to the next bar, essentially. That's how it goes. They they rent it for time. Depending on your package, you can get like a certain number of bars like within a certain amount of time. But that puts a lot of pressure on the bartender, especially maybe during a peak hour, say brunch or whatever oh, have yeah. you. Mm. Yeah, but... Mm. It, so 
Yeah. This just turned into us just fucking talking shit about these people. Hey, I'm right right just, just totally keeping it real. Just yeah. keeping it real. No handlebars. Anyway. Hey, that's a that's a throwback a little bit. I know that seems weird to say something from like 2009 is a throwback. Yeah. Flowbots? I don't even know if it's 2009. Flowbots. Flowbots. Well, I'm pretty sure that's around. Two, uh, that's like, that's probably 08, 09, I would say. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, can we? It was something like that. That was like can we, mid high school. That, do you guys, Thaddeus, do you know? Uh, what? I was just, I was, I didn't even like, I wasn't even going to Google it. I'm Heather's going it. to her phone right now. I just, I was just going to ask you. You're going to ask me when Flowbots came hey, out when did, with hey, no hey, handlebars? Hey, Thaddeus, that, that, I also Ooh. mispronounced your name too. Ooh. Dang, dude. I have a disagreeable. Ooh. Oh. oh. I was, I was uh, four years too late. It was 2005. Wow. <laughs> One, I was going to say 2005. See, I should have let you talk. <laughs> the, the audience definitely mer- like, like kind of hushed you there for a second. Right. And yeah. two, fatty ass. Yeah, I said, I said fatty ass. Damn. I'm getting flashbacks from high school. Oh, shit. I'm sorry, dude. They called me fatty ass. No, they didn't. Yeah, mainly because that's... A high school thing to say. I don't believe you. Yeah. <laughs> Very high school. Of them. I mean, it's. If, Sometimes they any, call me Thaddeus for sure. Any, any, uh, anything can be uh, made. You know, anybody can say anything to make you feel bad. Like I yeah. used to get called Heather Feather on the playground, and yeah. I would cry. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's not even an insult. That's not even good. Yeah. Feathers are cool. Yeah. Quit calling me a feather. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I mad. <laughs> <laughs> that, I've never. Yeah, that's funny. You know what? Here's the thing, though. Uh, they they call me Thaddeus. It was, fatty ass is a joke. I would always bring it up. But uh, my students now, I'm I am a teacher. Uh, they came up with a new name for me, and it's Mister McQueef. Oh. What? That Thaddeus McKee, you are Mister McQueef to your Which students. I was not called in high school, so nor was I prepared to be called that by high school students. Mm-hmm. Wow, this generation is creative and they're, ambitious. They're bad. They're yeah. bad. And I was like, okay, kids, who said that? And no one would fess up because I was driving. I was behind me. Children, children. I felt like Chris Farley. Come on, who called me Mr. McQueen? (laughs) And so none of them would fess up for who called me that. And then I finally said, fine, no consequences. You tell me who said it. And then two people admitted to saying that, which was worse. Like they said at the same, they planned this before. <laughs> or did they? Or they just spontaneously happened to in that, secretly say they it. They looked at each other and were like, they can't you take You know what you want to say. <laughs> That'd be magic sadness. <laughs> and then one of the kids was like, hey, uh, what's uh, what's a queef? Oh. <laughs> now you're a sex ed teacher. Good God. As I'm driving and I'm like, okay, uh, let's, and as I'm about to cut off the conversation, Another little kid yells, "It's a bitch fart!" <laughs> <Yes>. Ow! <laughs> and then I realized there's worse things to be called <laughs> than Mister McQueef. <laughs> so I'm learning a lot of lessons in school. And uh, yeah, I'll just go by Thaddeus J. Oh Thank my you. god! <laughs> That's a bitch fart is going to be the title of this episode. (laughs) Out of the mouths of babes. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Uh, Well, we're going to I think we're going to have to call that the first half of this episode. Jeez Louise. Uh, So Heather, uh, Heather Storms, you brought a couple of syrups 
that you guys use a ball and biscuit. Is that correct? Yes. There in a yeah. I brought um, one of my favorite syrups that I've used at pretty much every job I've ever had. It's a lemon cinnamon simple. So basically the same thing you would do with a normal simple, equal parts sugar and water. Um, and then uh, depending on how large the batch is, I'll simmer in 10 to 15 cinnamon sticks. And then you take about three to five lemons, slice them up, you peels and all. Um, and then you let that simmer for about 15 um, and then strain everything out. Uh, the nice part about that is like the lemon makes it really bright, um, but you still get that like spiced note from the cinnamon. So it can be spring, it can be summery, fall. It works for all seasons. Um, the other one I brought is a cinnamon vanilla agave. We are rolling into that winter season. Um, vanilla beans are really expensive. So uh, we use a vanilla flavoring, which is basically... It's made from vanilla beans, but is a little bit less expensive because they're not using the entire bean to flavor the syrup. Um, so we just put a, like a bar spoon in per 750 milliliter of the agave syrup that we use. And then the other one is um, a, an apple syrup. It does take a little bit longer to make, but you can basically, uh, you peel any type of apple um, except for green because that totally gives you like a brighter brighter uh, composition but you peel the peels off you put those in you slice the apples up take the core out leave the seeds out and then you kind of put it in again like um when I do apple syrup I usually do like a, a less sugar than water because the apple is going to naturally add a little bit of sugar content to it mm -hmm. um so you let it sit in there for about a week is what I figured out um and then uh we add malic and citric to it to like kind of make the brightness and you know malic acid actually comes from the word the latin word malice for apple um malic acid comes from apples Do you just buy malic acid wherever yeah oh yeah. yeah you can you can buy it i mean not wherever like you can't buy it at like the grocery store but like there are a lot of online retailers i hate to promote amazon but that's where we got ours um yeah it, we bought it in like a five pound bag and you literally need like an eighth of a teaspoon for some of these things mm -hmm. so yeah, it just kind of like adds a little more of the apple flavor, a little brightness to it. So cool. Uh, we have some. I, I, excuse me. Did I say? Did I almost say the G word? Yeah. The GT word. Yeah. Oh my god. The eggs are gonna hear this. Mm. They're gonna be pissed. Uh, hopefully, Gabe will put a bleep in there. Uh, we did bring some table stuff as well. We have spiced pear. We have. You just said it again. Oh God! Yeah, it literally came. Schmodden Fable. Gabe, Gabe's gonna love to put the bleep on it. It's yeah. gonna sound like a Jerry Springer episode by the end if I keep saying this. Uh, we have the lush simple that you made in that uh, reposado drink. We have uh, pecan coconut simple. We have spice pear. We have the red hot still from the other day. I'm forgetting one, but that's okay. Uh, our coffee director David does make all of our simples. I am not going to disclose his secret uh, formulas or whatnot. That's very nice of you to put all that out there. Uh, I mean, recipe, the... recipes aren't IP, so yeah, y'all yeah. can figure it out anyway. So if you tune into the 29th minute, you can find out all of Ball and Biscuit's secrets. But small and Triscuit. Small and um, excuse me, small and Triscuit's secrets. Uh, we are going to make some cocktails. Heather Storms and I are going to go head to head in a cockfight. Uh, we will see you on the other end of that. Yeah. Right, all right, all right, all right. I can ride my bike with no handlebars, no handlebars, no handlebars. I can ride my bike with no handlebars, no handlebars, no handlebars. Look 
at me, look at me, hands in the air like it's good to be alive. And I'm a famous rapper, even when the past are all crooked. I can show you how to do do I can show you how to scratch a record. I can take apart the remote control, and I can almost put it back together. I can tie a knot in a cherry stem. I can tell you about Lee Erickson. I know all the words to De Colores, and I'm proud to be an American. Me and my friends are platypus. Me and my friend made a comic book, and guess how long it took? I can't do anything that I want, cause look, I can keep rhythm with no metronome. No metronome, no metronome And I can see your face on the telephone On the telephone, on the telephone Look at me, look at me Just call to say that it's good to be alive In such a small world, I'm all curled up with a book to read I can make money, open up a thrift store I can make a living off a magazine I can design We're back, we're back, we're back, we're back, we're back Back, 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 back Back, 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 back. Welcome back to the Burn the Well podcast. Heather Storms, general manager of The Ball and Biscuit. The one and only. The one and only The Ball and Biscuit. The Ball and Biscuit. Happy to have you. Happy to have you make drinks for us here. Let's start with your cocktail that you made here at the break. We're gonna we'll, we'll start with that really quick, just just so we miss or so we don't sure. miss any of the essence that is Heather Storms. You know, Heather Storms, what do we have in front of us right here that you made? At the uh, this here is one of my favorite builds um, because you can use almost any spirit in it. Um, so I used a split base of bourbon and rye, uh, grapefruit juice, uh, lemon juice, a house made lemon sim- uh, cinnamon simple, and then um, a tiny bit of elderflower liqueur. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I oh uh, hope you guys like it. That's good. <laughs> I did a little rosemary yeah. on top just for the nose. Yeah. Bit, like the herbal element because we are in fall moving into winter. Oh, my God. Oh, my word. Yeah, this is really good. Oh I wish gosh. I could try this. I wish I was not on a drinking hiatus. Yeah. Yeah. That is uh, drinking for two. What do you what do you double time? What do you think? <laughs> Three letters. W-O-W. Uh-huh. That's what I have. <laughs> world of wow. Warcraft? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is this weird. Is world of Warcraft. <laughs> In my that mouth, was a stupid and I hate it. I just said. World, it world of. Uh... I'm allergic to cinnamon. <laughs> How dare you know I'm allergic to cinnamon? No, uh, this is great. Um, I, I, I've said this before. This just moved to my top five. That's a huge compliment. Thank you. We need to start writing yes. the top five down. I do. Yeah? I do because. Okay. Like I, I'm getting to be. I'm a, I'm a simpleton. I, I don't know that much about drinks. I didn't start drinking until I was like 23 or whatnot. Okay. But like, so basically this is all new to me. And so I'm trying new drinks. I get to be on this podcast and then find out what I like. So thank you. This is great. Oh yeah. Thank you. Awesome. Um, Bourbon, rye, lemon mixed together. I did uh, with my drink. I did a, a riff on a gold rush. Love uh, Gold Rush. And uh, when, as, I guess as soon as you said that lem- lemon cinnamon simple syrup, I, I wanted to fuck with that. Mm. Not as good. Definitely not as it's good. So, but <laughs> it's still good, though. I did uh, a Gold Rush. But the cinnamon hits at the back, which is really it does. nice. It yeah. does. Yeah. I, uh, I, yeah. I, I, I guess I wanted to give myself a little bit more time with that. Damn. That is a hell of an ingredient you guys have at the mm. Ball and Biscuit, the lemon and sim- cinnamon simple. Say that three times lemon, fast. Lemon, cinnamon, simple. Lemon, cinnamon, simple. Lemon, cinnamon, simple. Okay, lemon, damn. Cinnamon, cin- she did it. Ugh. I will not participate. Lemon, <laughs> cinnamon, simple. Lemon, cinnamon, si- I guess, yeah, I'm, I'm following your yeah, cadence. You're doing yeah, it, like, 
Gotta so, find your own cadence. Shape. I guess, yeah. I need <laughs> your to, own damn popcorn. I, I need to. This fu- is now turned into an inspirational podcast. Find your oh. own cadence. I need to find my own verse in the posse cut. I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't need to sound like ASAP Rocky. I can. I can find. <laughs> Do my you want to be way. a Cardi or a Megan The Stallion? <laughs> I, exactly. No, I neither. Uh, hey, how dare you? <laughs> I hate that song. I, you don't have to like it. I did. You uh, gotta respect it. I did two ounces of. I do respect the WAP. <laughs> Not that WAP. You better. But just WAP in general. <laughs> <laughs> in general, it's like a slur against Italians. I think. Oh yeah! Oh my god! Isn't Way it? To bring it back to like my grandparents. Yeah. Who are horrible racists. Yeah. I was I was raised by WAPs. If you <laughs> oh my god! A whole pride of WAP, a business of WAPs. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I come from oh a I come from a long business of what WAPs. Do, what, what do we call like what, what's a group of WAPs? What do we call like a slurry of WAPs? Uh, a, a whole Fazoli's breadstick basket of WAPs. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Shit really took a turn. There. <laughs> Welcome to racism. No, yeah, that's yeah. not racism. No. White people, no. No, no it's, white people don't get racist. No, it's fine. Well, I, was say, I was about to say racism against white people, and I was like, that doesn't exist. Dude, I don't fucking like white people. I'm white. Yeah, I'm no, white, white as fuck. White, white people I hate white everything. people. I'm third generation Sicilian, but that has no room. For, that leaves me no room to say the words that I just did. It was just for yeah, fun. Yeah, it was just like some, you know, casual, old timey, yeah, it's just, you know. fucking awful terms for other people just uh just a whole bunch of ignorance in this uh first five minutes on the second half of the burn the well coming podcast in coming in coming in very hot coming in uh couldn't burn the well if it wasn't hot uh i cold. i i i thought i thought i could mess with that agave that vanilla agave i probably should have done that uh if we both were going to use the lemon cinnamon simple we brought a bunch of things to mess around with you, Heather Storm says, general manager of Ball and Biscuit. I wanted to bring in all the things like in that kitchen, a little bit of behind the scenes stuff. We really like we think we have a lot of stuff in there. We really don't. And when someone brings something to the table, like usually like we go like, that's it. We're going to mess with that type of thing. But there's a bunch of different liquors to play around with. So I like sure. having that like cabinet of stuff in there. But usually there is one ingredient that sticks out. That lemon cinnamon simple is Fire, 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 fire. It's really fire, and it's, like, very dominant in the drink. So, honestly, both of these drinks kind of taste similar. Um, I I think you're downing yourself too much. Yeah, Jake, don't be so drink. Your drink tastes great, too. If I would have tasted your drink, it would have been in my my top five. I think I I did it first. first. Yeah, Yeah, if I tasted it first. I think I like Heather's more. I think you get a little bit more of that Well, it has rosemary. Yeah, that was that was a smart move. And I think I saw when you took a sip of it, uh, some of the rosemary went up your nose. Mm-hmm. So you got up you got a lot. Of, yeah, yeah. All, Isn't all the that smells the way you taste. do it physically. Yeah. The, like the stock went up your nostril. Yeah, that's yeah. how I always do it. Oh. I do something wrong. I don't think so. Okay, because no. I don't want to look like an idiot. No, no never. No. Okay. <laughs> if anything, you're amongst the highest ranks of people that smell and taste beverages. Good. You're not an idiot. Thank but. you. Wow. You're not an idiot, though. I just want to say Oh, I was like, that. what was the one? No, 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 no. He, he reached across the board to yeah. make that noise. Yeah. So I just wanted to, honestly, I just wanted to fucking hear it. The the wop wop noise. Wop wop wop. Really, really furthering <laughs> that inappropriate word that wow. most people probably wouldn't even consider inappropriate anymore. Wet ass pavement, dude. What the fuck it's you talking about? It's wine and pizza. Thank you. Why, ooh, wine and pizza. That is. That's what Basbo's next door says. They have a sign that says, "Please see hostess receding and WAP 
wine and pizza. Jesus. Good job, Bazbo. I thought it was pretty clever. Oh, that, I, I fuck with that. Staying relevant, Bazbo's Pizza on the 300 block of Mass Ave. Yep. Good job. Keep it up. Thaddeus, you are you are the most neutral party and the, the surrogate. Who who wins? Um, She does. The Rosemary Rosemary Baby. <laughs> Rose, Rosemary's baby. Well, it's Rosemary baby. <laughs> I tried. I shot for it. I failed. Like there was still a drink going down my throat when I said it. Uh, um, and it was her drink. Um, hey. Rosemary's whiskey, maybe, or something like that. Yeah. Um, Rosemary's bourbon. I, Give ooh. it up to the storm. Thank you. <laughs> Dang. Thank you. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. But here, here's the other thing. Yours is a little bit more sugary. Yeah, uh, the I think the addition of the elderflower liqueur um, might up the sugar content, but in my opinion, like um, it balances with the acid and it gives it body. So Did you, you got, say acid? Yeah, that. Like, in, yeah, like there's like acid in that drink. Like, like, like I didn't know it was that type of podcast. <laughs> oh no, yeah. How long till this kicks in and I start seeing stuff? about about two and a half more episodes? I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that slow burn. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Slow burn the world. It's, it's, it's some good God, shit. That takes forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! No, uh, uh, just like I, th- I thought. Like, like uh, sometimes sugar can not just add sweetness, but it can give body mm-hmm. to a cocktail. Yeah. Um, and balancing with like the bitter tartness of grapefruit juice and the tartness of lemon, I just wanted to give a little extra bump. Absolutely. There's oh. definitely a Cody fart lingering around. Was here. that Cody? I, I, that's got it. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's a dog it fart. Hasn't reached me yet. Oh, that's so. a dog fart. I was like, I, I did not. I, I was I wasn't. I wasn't gonna. Accu- I wasn't gonna accuse anybody, but that's definitely a dog oh. fart. There's Glad definitely you know. a dog fart. Just I want everyone to know. See, this is really what the rosemary is for. Just everybody just take a <laughs> Just and... in case of Cody, break the rosemary in half, yeah. shove it in both of your yeah. nostrils. The rosemary's still in my nose. I can't smell. <laughs> I was already on anything. it. In, in in the most dire cases, break off a piece of rosemary and shove it in Cody's ass. Oh my god, that is a dog fart. That is a dog fart if I've ever smelled one. What a garnish, Cody. Jeez. Like like we have a candle going in this room, and it outdid the candle. Did, did you smell it at all? I, I smelt it, and I was like. At first, I looked at you two, and then I looked at her, and I wasn't sure. Oh, I was oblivious. I was like, Dee-dee-dee. I wasn't going to blame the guest, but I was like, oh, maybe she like got excited. Like, I was about to, I was about to blame myself. And then, and then it just kept like lingering, and I was like, that is not a, that's not yeah. a, that's not from a human butt. I think anytime that does happen, you blame yourself as a host. Yeah, like, you need to. I will take the onus. It's, it's me. It's on me. It's my podcast. I've had a lot of cold press juice today, but. Uh, oh my gosh! Okay. You can tell that Dyke uh, feeds him like beef stew and stuff. And oh cheese, yeah! Probably. Oh my god, so much cheese! There was a time when Dyke was feeding him food. No, seriously, like there's a time when Dyke was feeding him like, like kind of the same food that we were eating, and all three of our farts smelled the same. Oh my god! I was like, okay, fart harmony. I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, the e harmony fart harmony. <laughs> We're actually drawn together it's, it's by our really, flatulence at that point. That's, that's a dating app for the dairy intolerant. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Hey, there are worse things out there making money. So I didn't. Oh yeah, I didn't press that. Thank you, Thaddeus. No, that was that was definitely marketing. I, 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 I wanted it. I just didn't fully execute. I was a surrogate, oh and so god. I just pushed oh, it for god. you. A surrogate Jeez. pusher. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing nice. everything for you here. Okay, uh, Heather clearly wins. Uh, these 
uh, these builds on these podcasts will be available on the Burn Cocktails. the Well. On the what? What did I say? Podcast. I said podcast. The build on the podcast. Well, the they build, are built on a podcast. The build, house, the yeah. build on these cocktails. Potato, co- potato. The build, <laughs> the build on these uh, cocktails for the Burn the Well podcast will be available on our Instagram at burn period the period well. Um, I, I someone told me I should start a Twitter. I don't. I don't know if I really should, but maybe that'll be a thing. But if you want to see how to make these cocktails, go to burn period the period well at uh, Instagram. I should have put the ad at the beginning of. Uh, ad, yeah, that's how ad, it works. At right? burn at, the, at, at us at, on. at burn stop the stop well. Now you um, turn into a Telegram person. Yes, I am. <laughs> stop. <laughs> this is this is an evolved form of a Telegram. Um, Heather, you were also kind enough uh, on top of the incredible ingredients that you brought uh, available at Ball and Biscuit. You brought us a, a, a very rare bottle of rum. Is that right? I, yes. Um, I just wanted to share a little thank you with you all for uh, inviting me on the podcast. Um, my husband and I are massive uh, geeks about, you know, pretty much spirits in general. And a few years ago, we were lucky enough to be able to travel down to Martinique, which is a uh, French colony, uh, island colony, and they make incredible rum. Um, and so their their way of making rum is very different from a lot of other rum producers in the world. They uh, do what's called rum agricole. Um, and typically has like notes of like very fresh grass. How do you spell, um, how do you spell agricole? A-G-R-I-C-O-L-E. And they spell rum R-H-U-M. Uh, it's a French way of spelling it. So uh, what they do instead of, um, you know, traditional uh, rum production, which is fermented from molasses, um, instead of taking the sugar cane, crushing it, boiling it down until it literally makes molasses like the water evaporates and the sugars you know concentrate uh that's how we get molasses and normally you know other types of rum production will take that from molasses and let it ferment with uh natural yeast or sometimes most often controlled yeast uh what the french do in martinique um is take the sugar cane crush it and then let the fresh juice ferment and that stuff will start fermenting as soon as like four to six hours like it, it naturally starts doing it on its own um, and so they just kind of let it sit and depending on which house, you know, which rum house is making it, um, traditionally it's, it's wild yeast. Mm. And so they're letting a little bit of like the, you know, the terroir from the sugar cane and the, and the ambient yeast from like where they're producing it kind of flavor it. Um, and so it has a really unique kind of almost funky taste to it. Um, mm-hmm. you know, there's Jamaican funk that we talk about in rum, which is called Hogo. Um, it's kind of like that, like rotting banana, pineapple-y kind of thing. Um, but I would say agricole has its own form of that, um, mm-hmm. it's, which is very bright, tropical, grassy notes. So what I brought was uh, Rum JM that we were lucky enough to visit the distillery, and they um, did a series of casks fini- cask finish is. And they did, this one was in Calvados casks. Uh, Calvados is a brandy uh, made in Normandy, France, uh, traditionally out of apples, but now they do have Appalachians that uh, do pears as well, or some combination of the two. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that It dates back to like Charlemagne, um, like 1500s. Like uh, they were making this stuff as an AOC. Well, it wasn't officially recognized, but like they, th- it's been around for a long time. Basically like a really refined version of apple brandy. Um, so it was, this rum was finished in a couple of cask. Okay. Do you know how many uh, years it was aged? Uh, this particular one, I th- think was aged. In, ugh, I hate getting the math wrong, but I think it was aged at least a year, maybe two in ex bourbon. Okay. Um, and then rested in a Calvados cask for, I think two, but I might be wrong. 
Okay. I would have to look it up specifically, but I, most uh, rum in general, agricole or not, um, is rested or aged in ex bourbon barrels, um, because you know making bourbon like once the the barrel is used, it, bourbon can't be made in it again according to regulations okay. uh, for bourbon. So I'll, what are they going to do with all those barrels? Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of other countries don't have a problem with aging spirits in a former bar- bourbon barrel. So they'll age rum, tequila, like all kinds of other stuff in uh, ex-bourbon. Beer, yeah. absolutely. Like beer's huge on that. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most of what you see in uh, rum making is aged in ex-bourbon and sometimes ex-cognac. Okay, can, do you know why like they don't let us like do that again in the same barrel? It was just how they made the rules. Um, you know, when mm. bourbon was established, uh, you know, and they wanted to make it a truly American spirit, because um, it's the first uniquely regulated American spirit in the world. Okay. Like, we invented bourbon, um, which is not, you know, we don't have a lot of other things, liquor-wise, especially to our names. Like, we borrow from other countries and other cultures a lot of times, um, but bourbon is uniquely American, and when they decided to make the rules of bourbon, they were like, this is one of the things that, I don't know if it was like for purity or what what the fuck ever it was, but um, it's just one of the rules. Purity and and American identity are two things I think we're still kind of dealing with a little bit like nowadays too, but like no discredit to the bourbon industry whatsoever. But, um, but this bottle that you did bring us is unique to Martinique. Is that what you're saying? Oh, I see. You did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it is. I mean, I've been I've been sitting on that. For <laughs> unique New York. New- but <laughs> the arsonist had oddly shaped feet. But there was, but like rum is so specific to to whatever you know, like island region, whatever have you. Like it, it, like it is a, it, it is a. Uh, I guess a bourbon in its own when bourbon is such a small yeah, part of a big country, absolutely. but rum, like with all these small places, there's so many different like I- identities to it. I absolutely. Guess. Like, I, I've said to many people like, um, you know, I learned under some of the great uh, Indianapolis rum people, Chris Coy, Ed Rudisol, shout out. I wouldn't know what I know about rum if they hadn't pushed me and challenged me to like get to that point so that we could run black market. Um, and one of the things within rum is freedom is it's because there are very few global regulations for like rum, what rum can be like, basically it just is made from sugar cane or a sugar cane byproduct. That's like the basis. And like, there are literal little things within that category, very small, like what can be a flavored rum? What, what, what isn't like how high of proof it has to be distilled to, but like it really varies from country to country. And so within this category of rum, you can get really beautiful expressions country to country, maker to maker, distillery to distillery. And that's why things like, you know, Jamaica has such a distinct identity as rum makers. Martinique does as well. Guadalupe does as well. And um, the only place actually in the world that has an AOC, um, if you guys are familiar, like in winemaking is where it's traditionally used. It's uh, basically like a designation for like, here's an area where rum can be made. Here's the rules of it. Blah, blah, blah. Um, Martinique. And I think uh, Guadalupe might have it now, but, um, it's the only place in the world that has an AOC for rum. Mm-hmm. So what they're making out of the fresh sugar cane is regulated. Like it, you have to follow a certain set of guidelines to make this. 
Um, and that being said, like, you know, not, not a lot of people in America drink rum agricole. It's a very unique flavor, as you guys all got to taste earlier. You know, a little bit grassy, a little bit earthy, a little bit funky. Mm-hmm. Um, and there really isn't a market for it here. Um, so these bottle, this bottle that I brought, um, they don't sell them to the U.S. So we were able to bring them back. We actually had a whole suitcase just full of, like, rum that we couldn't buy here because we're those guys. Um, but, yeah, the, so that bottle you're, came from the smuggl- distillery. You're smugglers. Well, yeah. We did write that little customs form. We kind of filled it out, so that counts, right? <laughs> Good enough for me. Yeah, you know, you're pirates. A, a bit. I would. I would. I think in a very <laughs> loose way. Yeah, like French pirates, though. Something. I. Uh, the, I like um, the. Uh, <laughs> this is such a weird example. I. Uh, I. I've had the diplomat. The diplomatic. Diplomatico. Yeah, like I've From seen. Venezuela. I've seen that in a couple different places. Yeah, it's great. I had it at Teeny in a frozen drink called a Miami Vice. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know? Do you, have you had that? I'm aware. Uh, Not from Teeny, but like the Miami Vice in general is a. Uh, I think it came out like the '90s. It's like a '90s classic cocktail. Did they? Okay. Did do you do most places use use the uh, diplomatic? Like, I mean. No, uh, I mean no, but I mean, it's not like unacceptable. Is it? I was going to say, is it like a bastard no, version at no, that rum, point? No, like, rum diplomatico. I have nothing but good things to say about it. Actually, it was the first rum that got me into tasting sipping rums. Like uh-huh. for rum for like, not just like your shitty Captain Morgan or no offense, the low level Bacardi, like that kind of stuff. Um, or a lot of people are like, I don't like rum. I got a hangover on it or whatever. Uh, diplomatico actually was the first rum I ever tasted where I was like, oh, I could just drink this by itself. They have a, a few expressions um, that are very good. They're out of Venezuela, so they are under the Spanish style of rum, which uses a lot of what's called dosage, um, which is where they'll add um, either sugar back into the rum after fermentation or distillation, or they'll sometimes add caramel coloring. Or but but it's all allowed. Like we, we shouldn't poop on these things. Um, well, it's the, just about transparency. I guess that's what I'm worried about. Like because like there's just so many different styles. Like are you like should one be worried about like the, the way it's used, I guess, like, cause you know, like, cause sipping it's fine. Like, I feel like you need to treat, like some people make bourbon seem like you need to treat it. Well, like you need to drink it with like one big rock or you should be drinking it neat or whatever. I mean, is that how rum is treated most times? I I wouldn't say how it's treated. I don't think, um, the majority of consumers, especially in the U.S., uh, treat rum with any real respect. <laughs> you know, and and like, I understand why. Like, there's just not a lot of information out there. There's not a lot of um, widespread popularity. It's just not something that we understand a lot about. Um, which is kind of what like you know black market and I've already pitched them in the inferno room uh, are trying to do. They're trying to break down the stigma of rum and like what it can be versus what you think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think there's a wrong way to use any spirit. I'm a big fan of like, drink what you like, Mm -hmm. you know, if it tastes good to you, drink it, fucking drink it, dude. Like you're spending the money on it. But if you really want to get down to like, you know, I don't even want to say the proper way, but like the way that a lot of people who made the spirit would enjoy it. Yeah. There are certain rums that are really not meant to put, be put in cocktails, but that's for you to find out, I guess. Yeah. And again, like it's, it's all your palate. It's all your money. Like, I mean, don't sit here in front of me and tell me that I'm a fucking idiot for telling you if you ask the question, no, this should be drank neat or this should be enjoyed mixed or whatever. But at the end of the day, drink what you like. Yeah. Like if it, yeah, if it fits. Thaddeus, you had a certain rum because rum is very specific to region. Uh, Thaddeus is Haitian himself. Sac passé. 
And there's a particular Haitian rum that you wanted to shout out, I think. Is that? Barbancool. Barbancool is so good. Yeah, Barbancool is is my jam. Um, I discovered it. I used to work in Haiti for a little bit when I was like, back when I was like 22, 23. And that's when I discovered rum. When I said I had, I didn't start drinking until I was 23. It was Barbancool? Yeah, because I was like, you know, because like they had it, like, like, please drink with us. Please, please. So I'd try it, and it was just, like, so good. Like, it, like you you just sip it. And we had, like, the 15-year. Yeah, they have, like, yeah. a 12, a 15, and a 20, five. 21. I don't know. Yeah, maybe yeah. definitely a five. There's, like, yeah. And it's cheap, too. It's really cheap in Haiti to get. So it's a very, very delect. When's um, the, is, is the last time you had it in Haiti? Yeah, I yeah. miss it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think someone brought some over, like one of my friends. Um, shout out to my buddy Jeff. He brought some over, um, and I got to have it again. But, like, I probably should just order it right now. Yeah. They sell it in it the It brings States. back so many memories. Just, like, just the, the sip. Yeah. And, like, you smell it. Like, the sugar cane, that's what it's made out of. Like, I went to the place where it was made, and, like, you're, like, probably 50 yards away, and you could just smell the whole factory. Yeah. And like it just it smells so good like I can't even explain it like like you're walking in a field of just like sugarcane air fresheners or whatnot yeah yeah true truly I totally understand what you mean like I think that's true of any distillery like when you walk in you can smell like the production but like rum is very unique in that way I think mm-hmm. like the smell that a rum distillery produces yeah. is like it's like sweet and earthy and a little like I don't know like. I don't know how to describe it either. And like, unless you've been to right. a rum distillery, right? It's hard. It's hard to describe. Exactly. I was surprised that you guys knew what barbecue was. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Well, I mean, like that—that's Heather. Like, I, I actually, I had no idea. You, I know. you okay. said it. I've I, never heard I, of it. I saw either. the, I saw the picture of the it's bottle, really good. Okay. and I thought I knew what I, I thought I knew what you were talking about, and then I googled it, and I was like, I have no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So, so Heather clearly knows what okay. that, what that's like. So I had no clue. Well, he- I'm glad you like my country's rum, he- Heather. Where, uh, Heather? Where do we get some of uh, Haitian Thaddeus's uh, uh, rum of choice? I know, I mean, I know Barbancourt is uh, sold in the States. Um, we carried it at Black Market when I was there. Um, so I'm sure there's either a distributor that currently carries it that I'm not aware of. Or um, I know normally, like, when everybody uh, asks me, like, where to get XYZ ingredient, I usually recommend Crown Downtown at mm-hmm. Ohio and Delaware. Because, yep. like, even if they don't have it, if you express interest in it, a lot of times they'll bring it mm-hmm. in. Or um, uh, Vine and Table. Uh, not the wine shop in Sobro, but like the one in Carmel, which Carmel, but, um, <laughs> but I will say, oh, you're talking about Mordor. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say like the first time I ever went there, I was like, ah, holy shit. They do actually have like a pretty good selection of spirits and such. So I would, I would suggest one of those two places, honestly. Thank you so much. Raymond Marcus Wofford, the third rum of choice. Go. I honestly don't fuck with rum. I know. Me neither. That's the Do thing. Like, I really don't. Honestly, like, I... That's something I want to get into. Yeah. I feel like. um, from what I have had, and I've had so many bad experiences with Captain Morgan, that, like, That's that... That's not real rum. That, well, I'm just saying, like... <laughs> it is. That was my, like, drink of choice. That and Sailor Jerry's, like, when I was, like, in high school, being a fucking complete degenerate and blacking out at parties and shit. Or, like, cracking. 
or something like that. I, I never really you never unleash the crack. Kraken. You never unleash the Kraken. No, I mean like I've had it and it's fine. Like I've blacked out off of it, but like what spirit did, you, did I... you black pearl on it? God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! He set you up. <laughs> I. It's actually really funny because one of the chicks at the drift event uh, earlier uh, hurt her car. She named the Black Pearl and had a bunch of like airbrush shit on the side. Shout out uh, Sarah Harrow. Uh, she drove all the what way a dope last from. Name. Oh no, she she's cool as fuck. She was actually on uh, Hyperdrive, which is on um, Netflix. Yeah, but has she ever walked the plank? I mean, she, <laughs> honestly, she He's probably has. Half her do. No, she. No, she's, <laughs> she's cool as hell. I actually. <laughs> I actually sent her a video of all of us doing uh, this. Cause I kind of like plugged the the podcast a little bit when I was at the track this last weekend. Is her name Shmi? What's what's her name? Sarah Harrow. Oh, it's not Shmi. Yeah, no, nah, not Shmi. Not yet. My my <laughs> my uh, my my go to rum, I guess, is Plantation. That's because I don't know. And that's no, exactly no. what the fuck I was gonna say. Truth, truth be told, like I have nothing but good things to say about Plantation. They really, um, especially in a country again like that doesn't accept rum, they kind of like made rum more popular if you will, like they really brought it to like an audience that like normally wouldn't have tasted it at all. They made the price point approachable. They offered a variety uh, within their portfolio that was really, really like not to reuse the word approachable, but approachable. Like, mm-hmm. so good on, good on plantation. The uh, mass appeal, Wait, I am guess. Am I drinking yeah. something that's called plantation? No. So they're, no. They're... no. <laughs> and they also, um, they haven't officially changed their name yet, but they did with uh, with respect to. I stay away from plantation. <laughs> <laughs> I specifically like when I walk out of the house. Nobody is faulting you for that. Okay. okay. <laughs> they, you're, you're. Is this in my cup? Did I drink anything? No, no, you didn't. No. Your plantation. Heather, I didn't realize that they actually went through a name change. So they haven't, uh, they haven't um, announced it yet, but uh, as far as like what their name change is going to be, but uh, uh, particularly after not to get political, but the death of George Floyd and all of the um, surge of black lives matter. And like, not just like, you know, black people out there, like saying the same thing that they've been saying for fucking ever. You know, the whole country was finally fucking paying attention. Mm Um, they were like, you know, we're going to change our name. You know, like the reason we named it this is because like in several other countries, like plantation doesn't mean the same thing it means in the U.S. And then there was a whole debate over that. So they are changing their name, but like, we'll see. I mean, it could be performative. Well, wait, wait, who named it? Uh, uh this is like a long Alexand- time. Alexander Gabriel. Um, <laughs> Good, he was a good co- guy. Hey, he said, I you told have... you guys, tell me to shut the fuck up. No, like, no, I no this is so tight. Keep can we, can, on can we going. Get... Yeah, I think. Hey. <laughs> please keep yeah. for the love of God. Please keep going. Uh, Alexander awesome. Gabriel. Uh, he actually uh, came up very young in the cognac world in okay. France. Uh, he works. Uh, he has been working. Uh, I don't know. He uh, he was super young and learned from a bunch of old cognac distillers and master blenders. And um, then when he decided, like when he came up, he was like, "I want to make uh, not just cognac. I want to make other things." So they do have a line called Pierre Fran, which makes incredible cognac. Um, they also figured out like, so in France, you're only allowed to make cognac for a certain time of the year and then you're still just set dead. 
Um, and so he figured out like, well, there's no nothing illegal about um, making gin during this time. So if you've ever had Citadel gin, that's also from him. He's use, That's him using his stills in the off season. Um, and then he started traveling to different uh, countries, Barbados, Trinidad, Jamaica, um, Guyana. Um, and he started meeting with all these different distillers and uh, rum makers. And then uh, he basically, what he does with plantation is um, he goes, he talks about blends and then they bottle it and then they take it back to France and they age it in cognac because, mm. um, you know, in the islands, the temperature is so hot, you lose a lot to what's called the angel share, which right. is like evaporation. Uh, mm. But in cognac, like there's not that same climate. And so like you lose a lot less, but I think at least from the statement I met, read from him was, um, it was called plantation because like when he visited these islands, that's what they called it. And he didn't understand the significance of it being called plantation because the workers there, that's what they called it. He's like, Oh, I just visited this Island. They call it plantation. Isn't yeah. that cute? Yeah. But <laughs> that's him doing no real work. So right. Heather storms, this is your first podcast ever. Yeah. Ever. You need to be on every <laughs> booze related podcast because like I don't like I, I don't think this episode's over. This episode isn't over by the way. But yeah. like I said just tell me when to shut the fuck up. No. Oh, oh my never. god. This is amazing. Never. This is we so will amazing. never tell you to shut the fuck up. Uh, if this is your I first, love learning. If this is your first podcast, you clearly need to be on a lot more yeah. because like I I think that's the idea with podcasts, right? Yeah. Like like you want to you want to gain something from this. Right. Yeah. I, I hope I hope a lot of people that are listening out here are paying attention because You've this is gold. You have some. Yeah. You have so much information that needs to be shared. Like I, like I feel like so much less of a bartender. Like you know. No, like, no. That's that's honestly like why I say things like tell me to shut the fuck up. Is because like in my experience, um, a lot of times I say I say too much, and I never want to make anybody feel stupid mm -hmm. or uh, like they're not good enough or whatever. Like I, I feel that way all the time. I feel like I don't know enough. Like there's people above me that push me and challenge me. And like, my goal is never to make you feel like you don't know anything. Oh, well, I don't know anything about this. And it's <laughs> great that you're telling me about this. I will never tell you to shut the fuck up. I mean, like it's great. <laughs> don't shut the fuck up. So everyone is having a great time. Uh, <laughs> this is, this is funny enough. I, I, I wanted to ask you about this because I've been experiencing this lately. Uh, maybe it's a seasonal change type of thing. You know, maybe it's just the grind of what the year 2020 was in general. Um, and, I, and I've kind of been seeing this word pop up a lot more often uh, in social media and what have you. But, uh, you know, you a person like you, do you get burnt out? Do you ever get like, do you really ever like just kind of hit the end of your, like do you ever hit a wall, the, the end of your rope and, if you do, like, what do you do at that point? Yeah. Um, I mean, definitely, like, you know, there have been days over the course of my career. I've been doing this since I was 20. I'm Shut 35 now. Yeah. <laughs> um, there have definitely been days here and there, but it's never been a cumulative thing. Um, honestly, COVID is kind of what broke me. Um Truth be told, like, I don't, I don't necessarily want to get out of the industry. I just might want to like, um, change from being guest facing to more of like a, like an education role or like a, a beverage director role or something like that, where I don't have to like Jake, you and I were talking about like be behind the bar all the time or like be there, like just like constantly. Cause 
you know, like I have infinite patience. I really do. It's one of the few things I am proud of myself for. Um, and it's running out, you know, like I think people have, um, really become a little more aggressive in their unhappiness. I think we're all experiencing that. And, but it's, it's, it's being taken out on service workers. Um, and so I guess like to answer your question, um, what I do when I feel burnt out now is I get the fuck out of there. <laughs> uh, but really like, I know like self-care or whatever, but like taking time for yourself and like understanding like we aren't beholden to our jobs, like we're human beings and we don't deserve to be treated the way that we're being treated sometimes, you know, there is a balance. Like part of our job is to accommodate, but it doesn't mean we deserve to be disrespected as people. Well, you know, we're all going through this pandemic together. Um, even though people are experiencing it differently, it's something that is universal. And I think that this has taught me to stand up a little bit more and be like, nope, this isn't okay. Or, yep, I'm going to take that extra day off because I work my ass off. We all work our asses off. And I mean, is that is that stark to like how you've ran bars that you've been at before? Like, I mean, does it seem like you're, it's an amplified version of like, I, like in a really weird way to put it, like, is it an amplified version of like, you know, uh, what's the word? Oh my gosh. I just had it. Uh, like just intensity, um, assertiveness is like, is it, is it any more assertive than you've been behind the bar before? Like, I mean, Oh yeah. Times a thousand. Like I, I am very much, um, shut up, put your head down, bust your ass. Like, you know, work quietly, let your success speak for itself. Like that is how I've always been. Um, you know, I'm not, I don't win accolades. I'm not in news articles. Like, and that's never something I've, you know, strive for. Um, but I, I, I think that what this has done is it just made me, I think it's made me more assertive when I never was before. Um, and that's just personally, like, I, I think there's different experiences obviously that y'all have probably had. And, um, I think that being a female in the industry is very different. You know, if you look at my husband, who is also in the industry, very successful, incredible at his job, like taking nothing away from him though. Um, but it took him, it took me. He started in the industry two years before me, and it took me nine years longer to get my first GM job than I ever did him. And mm -hmm. I would, and again, like taking nothing away from him, but like we both work hard, we both show up, we both make no excuses, we're both good at what we do. Right. And there is a bias, you know? And so, like, for me, I felt like I had to stay small and just comply and just like keep my head down and do whatever it took to get to where I am. And now that I'm here and now that we're going through what we're going through, I feel a lot more comfortable being like, uh fucking no <laughs> a good day to you as he should though i mean i i feel like you've definitely earned that you Thank clearly you. know like a ridiculous amount about rum or just like liquor in general so but i mean like much more than a lot of people that could be considered your counterparts if you even want to call them that in its own way i i mean to wrap it up do, do you have anything that you would suggest to I mean, female bartenders, be people that are not as gifted, like in, in the eyes of the industry. Do you have a any sort of advice to give people that were in your position that are not given the opportunity 
Do you have anything, any sort of advice to give to those people? Yeah, I would say, um, you know, we're kind of put in this frame of um, we have to work twice as hard for half the respect. Um, So, you know, there is something to be said for that, like study. Don't let them catch you slipping, you know, like make sure that you know what the fuck you're talking about. Um, But with that being said, do no harm, but take no shit, man. You know, you're, you're there to serve, but you're not there to be a servant. Hell yeah. Like, we are just as capable, just as fucking smart, and sometimes smarter and better. And um, as long as you put the work behind it, though, like, you have to you have to work. You can't just be like, oh, this industry is unfair. Put the work in. If you put the work in and then they tell you no, fuck them. Yeah. Do That's- no harm, but take no shit. I'm, like, I'm with it. That's it. Fuck yeah. I, I say that's it. I have no fucking idea. No. I have no yeah, yeah, yeah. basis whatsoever. Me either. But, but I've, I've worked with a lot of very talented females. Um, one being the, the mother of my child. And she was like sous chef at Union 50. She's been like chef around like a lot of different places and shit. But like what you just said hit on a lot of notes that for someone that I personally care about, like, it's the mother of my child. Yeah. And she's one of the most talented people I've ever worked with in this restaurant industry over the last 12 years of me doing this. So that shit's tight. Yeah. Like, when y'all had that, Ali that Hall shit's on. super tight. Well, y'all yeah. had Ali Hall on and she, um, she is a different example of the same system. You know, like a lot of us, uh, um, you know, you have my avenue, which was like, keep my head down, just like quietly work and like eventually people started noticing or giving me more responsibility. But then, you know, and I, I would even bring in Kendall to this scenario. And I know Kendall is a very polarizing person, but um, you have to understand she's a product of the same system. There are two ways for women to go the way I went. And then the bitch, you know, where it's like walk in, take charge, tell you what's up, scream at you, tell you to shut the fuck up. And those are the only two options we're really given. And I think um, again, going back to Allie, she's a great guest and she's a great person because she kind of rides the middle. She does both what I do and what somebody like Kendall does. And um, not to say Kendall's a bitch, but like she is perceived as one a lot of times because of like the take charge attitude that she has. And it's so funny because like if a man were in her position, he wouldn't be an asshole. He would be like a leader or like assertive. Yeah. Um, And I think Allie does a great job of doing both. Don't, don't take no shit like definitely resounds in a lot of different realms, but obviously we are focusing on, you know, female focused people in the industry, but I, but that take no shit. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to be an asshole, but you also shouldn't be walked all over. Take no shit just resounds to a lot of different people in this industry. But uh, once again, this industry is dominated by people like Marcus and myself. So I, I hope I hope that anyone listening is is hearing that a but couple you, a couple have, more times. But like, you guys uh, are the good guys, though. Like you, honestly, like <laughs> we're not. No, we're not you great. have no we're not fucking great. clue. We're not great. Let, let, we're not let, great. Let me be clear. I didn't say you are good guys. I we said are. you're the uh, good guys. <laughs> yes. Okay. I don't. I don't. I don't even know. No, that that was tight. I'm, I'm not a good guy. I'm, 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 I'm not. I'm still we're not just convinced. Couple of guys. <laughs> i'm not convinced i'm not convinced yet heather storms you have been amazing on this podcast y'all have been amazing i wouldn't go that far well we fucking suck i am kind of good and you are better than that (laughs) no 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 
Speak for yourself. Thad, you're I'm you're th- incredible. Oh. That's fucking tight, dude. You know. It's the first time I've actually met Thad in person, and you exceed expectations. Oh, oh. shit! Yeah, on on <laughs> on paper, very mediocre. Can I get a disagree? Oh. oh! <laughs> Cody, Cody's in descent. Dude, Cody's pissed. Um, you don't get to say shit after that part. You shut up. That was the worst. Like we that was really bad. On you, bro. Oh, yeah. I've, got, I've got a disagree. Yeah, what's your disagree? Oh, I've, like I've got a disagree. Thaddeus, you have been uh, exemplary. You have been A+. Plus. Uh, if this was your driving test... You can drive an aircraft carrier. You parallel park the fuck oh out of this. My. You yeah. have you have you have shown uh just the just all the merits the for gunchen. a podcast. You got gunchin, boy. For the past four weeks, I believe you've been on this podcast and you've and you've really nailed it. Uh happy anniversary, babe. Are, 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 are you are you are you pulling a Sally Field right now? No, I'm just uh, imagining <laughs> this is what Smee wanted to hear from Captain Hook. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's, that's what he wanted. He needed that attention. Is what that about Shmi? Is that, is that your acceptance speech? What about speech? Shmi? Shmi, Shmi, what about Shmi? <laughs> thank you so much, guys. Uh, I, yeah, I, I thank you guys. I'm, I'm humbled. This has been fun. Um, I had a blast. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Heather Storms, uh, if you want to put your social media out there, if you want anyone to know, or if you want to shout out Ball and Biscuit, For where you sure. work at. Yeah, my uh, personal social media is at HStorms. Um, you can follow me there. Or uh, uh, also Ball and Biscuit's Instagram is at B-N-B-N-D-I-N-D-Y. Uh, on Instagram as well. You can follow us on Facebook too. Uh, we are kind of, you know, going through a funky time. So uh, we're kind of trying some stuff out. We're doing brunch. We might not do it anymore. We're going to have, uh, I think, maybe a Christmas theme thing popping up here in the next month. So stay tuned. Yeah. No, that's a good way to put it. Stay tuned. Stay yeah. tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned, Mass Ave. Stay tuned. Down clock down. out. Stay tuned. Drink clock out. out. You know, like, what? A, I can never remember the order of that. Guys, thank you so much for listening to Burn the Well. Have a good rest of your evening. Thank Bye. You. Bye. Bye. Welcome back to the third round of the Burn the Well podcast. I think this is the first time that we've done a third round, yeah, which is a weird breakdown. After the show, it's the after party. Yeah. And after the party, it's the hotel lobby. Are we still cool with R. Kelly? I'm not sure. No, we're not. No. Nah, dude. That shit ain't cool at all. Okay. Welcome back to the Burn the Well (laughs) podcast. Uh, I did bring it up in all fairness. It's fair. Uh, Heather Storms is... Coming back for a third round. I think this is the first time that we've done a third round, and I'm totally for it. Yeah. Um, this will all be included in the episode. It's going to sound like the episode ended, I think, around an hour and five minutes or so. And then we're but, coming back. But we're coming back. If you are still listening, this is like a hidden track, I guess, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> if you've listened to Burn the Well, we weren't done just yet uh, the, the way that we usually are done with uh, the Burn the Well podcast. Heather Storms, thank you so much for coming around for the third round of Burn the Well. Uh, Marcus, he decided to come up with a drink in the meantime. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I got bored in there, and there was a couple simple syrups that uh, Heather so graciously brought us, and I wanted to kind of play with one. 
Um, so the build on this cocktail is uh, 1.5 uh, brandy, Palmasan brandy. Um, I did kind of a culture fuck a bourbon because I, yeah, tried to even it out a little bit. The, the options in the liquor cabinet are a bit yeah. scattered. A little bit Hamer, a little <laughs> bit Dickel. Yeah. So there is uh, a Hamer the, dick. The, oh, <laughs> fuck yeah. Better Angle, than fuck a yeah, Hamer dick. <laughs> Angle bourbon humper dick. Yeah. Angle bourbon. <laughs> Uh, there were pretty much equal parts. Um, that it took me too long to get. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's, okay. <laughs> it's called a weight homer. That was, uh, shut the fuck up, Heather. Sorry. No, no, <laughs> that was, no, no, that was no. Fantastic. I, it took me too long to get the joke. I liked it. I liked it's it. Bad. Um, to recap, it was, um, 1.5, uh, Palmason brandy. There was, um, essentially an ounce and an ounce of, uh, George Dickel corn mash. Um, an ounce of the old hammer 80, uh, dash pay shots, and then equal parts at 0.5 on the apple snuggle syrup that Heather brought. And then 0.5 of the, um, oh hell, what is it? The red hot, the red hot simple. Yeah. From Schwarz and Fobble. Yeah. Yeah. The, the German brunch place. Yeah. Yes. That we all know and love. Heather, what do you think? It's good. Uh, we talked about the fact that like adding two simples oftentimes ups the sweetness. Uh, but I think the flavor profile overall is great. Excellent. 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 Um, we were in the middle of a very good conversation. Um, and I can't remember really what that was. You're talking wrestling? Yeah, I think it was wrestling. Yeah, we were, no. we were talking wrestling <laughs> no. there for a second. I, no. don't, I don't know. Well, talking wrestling. Okay. <laughs> that's, not, that's not why we came back for this like third round, but. You know. Why did we come back for a third round? Um, we're just geeking out we, about spirits yeah, we, and shit. We just kind of wanted to like shoot the shit a little bit yeah. more, and we forgot the goddamn guess. We the didn't hooch. do guess the hooch, which so, Jake has promised me will be terrifying and exhilarating. And that is why there Those is the a glass of used. water next to you to clean your palate after with ice. Whatever no, the fuck I you am. put in your mouth, liquid wise. Um, yeah. Well, that's an open-ended this should be fun. fucking platform. I'm going to, <laughs> I know, and that's why I worded it. I'm going to preface this like by it, yeah. saying that this is the highest proof spirit that is in the cabinet. At, the, at the German brunch place? Uh, at, at, the, at the Burn the Well, at the Heart oh. Brunch uh, Studio. Oh. At the Heart of Brunch Studio. This is the highest proof spirit. And someone gifted you this, you told me. I, oh. I was gifted this, yeah. Is it oh. a gift or? It seems like a curse, really, yeah. if anything. Um, right. It was given to me in a very small apparatus. I'm not going to reveal anything just yet. But uh, Thaddeus and Heather, in that, in the, in those glass ramekins you have there, in those glass, uh, in those glass Russian dressing dishes, whatever. It, we decided whatever. they were Shoney's uh, fruit, fruit dishes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> What might Shout have out Shonies. Shonies. Yeah. <laughs> what 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 might she have a it. variety of melon or or like a grape in there or two? Maybe yeah, a, like maybe two maybe grapes a, and a bunch of honeydew. Maybe a green grape, maybe a red grape. Who <laughs> gotta, knows? Got to stretch the fruit. Uh, in 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 a fruit gru- in a fruit cup uh, uh, presentation, I've I've poured a, a clear liqueur in there. Um, you guys, uh, we're not blindfolded this time. Uh, you are at oh fuck yeah. Uh, you are at at your leisure to sip that at any volume. I'm gonna have some with you. 
because I know what it is, but I'm, I'm going to join you in solidarity solidarity okay. in drinking this. I, I like how he said, I know what it is, but I'm going to drink it. I mean, it smells really like, grainy. I feel like it's going to be bad. Like, I feel like he's, ish? he's scared to drink his own drink. So, it's, and also, by the way, I didn't get to tell you how I felt about uh, Marcus's drink. Wow. Oh, it's, yeah, Marcus. Or, uh, how sorry. the fuck do you feel about it? Thaddeus, how do you feel about Marcus's uh, drink in there? Well, I watched him explain the drink, and he closed his eyes as he was telling us what the drink was. Like, you, Have you ever had that when you like ask the bartender, like, what's in there? And they're like, um, and they close their eyes really hard, and like, like they're looking up, they're like, hmm, uh, a little bit of the, and, like, and maybe they say, maybe, maybe spit, maybe, like, I don't know. what. It is. Maybe that uh, dishwater. Dish- from earlier, yeah, dishwater bitters, yeah, that, that, that fermented like dishwater. When they're cuckoo thinking spitters. so hard when they close their eyes to tell you what they put in there, like I get scared. Like, what if there's something bad in there? No, I didn't put anything bad in there. I've just had a long day, dude. I'm tired and shit. I'm know? sorry. No, no, don't be sorry. Was, he, he's he's apologizing because he thinks that the drink isn't good. Not that he didn't. Not that he put anything I, in yeah. there. It's yeah, it's fine. It, yeah. I'm sorry. It, it's it's a little little sweet. My opinion. It was interesting to go from the agave to. Yeah, I I didn't put any agave in there. I I wanted to fuck with the agave, right. but we had agave before. We had we had the agave, the vanilla agave. I don't think anyone touched that. Really, no. no. Oh my god! Unfortunately, gosh. what is this? This is like, <laughs> smells like, here. I'll tell you what this smells like. It smells this, like you're Clarence. you're 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 referring to the guest, the hooch. It reminds me of either grappa or like it's too high proof to be like shochu or something, but it has that same like uh grain. Nah, that. Alcohol it's, kind of thing. To it's American it. made. Oh my god! I'm going to. So everyone's everyone's making the same face. Heather, it's got it's got to be like. I mean, it's some kind of high proof grain alcohol, right? Like like yes, white white dog. Oh, this is terrible. <laughs> I don't think you're gonna be. I'm gonna take a sip myself. I don't think you're gonna be able to name it by name. But if you can come up with what spirit we're working with. And uh, any sort of uh, maybe a region, and it is American made. Marcus yeah. is correct; it's American made. Yeah. I can tell that by by the nose. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a quick little sip myself, and I will fully broadcast mm. my reaction to it. I mean it. <laughs> I mean it's just like <laughs> he doesn't like it. I he doesn't just like it. Drink a lot more shit, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you like it? No, it, it's just like I. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. No, I didn't enjoy it. I, I at didn't. All. I did enjoy it. I just. I. I don't have a, a strong of a reaction to tasting spirits because I've. Oh god, that's not fun. Oh my god, my I mouth. think Jake. I think your pour was bigger than ours too. Like I feel like I had a, like a like a. a it wasn't. It wasn't. I'm just. It was a little like a bitch. mist of. <laughs> No, I uh, my essence I, of shit. I assure you, my <laughs> pour was not greater than yours. Uh, this was a gift. Um, this is a gift. This was a gift. It's a and, bad gift. She has and check out and that they, relationship with that person. And they and they <laughs> and they said uh, no, but like for what it is, it's very smooth. They were wrong. Yeah, I knew, that's I knew, fucking I knew, wrong. I dude. knew they were lying to me. Um, <laughs> uh, let's let's field some guesses on what oh. what we think that might be uh thaddeus any any sort of guess what's oh gosh um man i i have no clue uh it reminds me of i hope it's not tequila no it's definitely not no 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 um I, I, it's, it's like great it's yeah like, 
It's it the reminds mark me of, of a whiskey. new distillery. Like it reminds me of a bad, bad whiskey. Mm. Yeah. So it's, I'm gonna guess whiskey. Okay. Uh, from yeah. From Broken Beaker. Okay. Um, <laughs> that closed oh my God. two years ago. <laughs> Heather, Heather Storms, any sort Damn, of guess? I don't know, like, on the next, like, <laughs> <laughs> it reminds that me was of, fire, like, while, while you're hypothesizing, I'm actually going to go grab what it is, but keep, keep, keep hypothesizing. I don't know, it, it, it reminds, like, there's, a, there's the mark of a young distillery in here, um, yeah. you know, like, where there's that, the high, like, um, high kind proof, of, like, shitty flavor. Well, and, like, yeah, like, it needs some age or something like that to it, um, and, I don't know, man. My first instinct was like white dog, but I'm gonna go with smell- just just the nose of this. This is a moonshine of some sort. Yeah, I was just, like white dog, like oh, that kind yeah. of. I always forget in that, that in yep. that realm. That the is- only other thing I could see is it being a no offense to whoever made this a really shitty, overproof, white rum. Okay, okay, yeah. Uh, so sorry to whoever made it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> The uh, the the victor goes to Raymond Marcus Swafford the third. This is moonshine. Yeah. Oh. This is Tennessee Shine Company straight off the still, and there's a lightning bolt across the label. Yeah, white, white lightning. Yeah, white lightning. There you go. Yes. White. Yeah. This is uh, this is apparently uh, mm. genuine. 135 proof. Jesus fuck. 135 proof moonshine straight off the still from uh, from the Smoky Mountains. Uh, in a shitty jar. That is a shitty jar. But isn't it supposed to be cute? Our mason jar is like trendy or whatever. I mean, that's, this, not, that's the shittiest mason jar I've is, ever seen in my life. This is a very cute mason it's, jar. It's mason jar adjacent. Oh my mason god, that adjacent. term alone is amazing. <laughs> hold, hold, that, hold that up for me. Yeah. Uh, this this was a this was a gift. Look, look at your giant hands in this tiny fucking. <laughs> this vessel. is small hands for my size. As not well. compared to that vessel. Not, Fuck. <laughs> I've heard that three times today, <laughs> and that was the best one. <laughs> so, like, for a gift, this was a gift from my boss. A bad gift. God yeah. love them. Hold it here. Hold it. Hold it out front here more. Yeah. 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 Do we need there the light go. to hit it? Yeah. There you yeah. go. Okay. Okay. Because I can feel you breathe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whoever your boss is, like, I'm mentally flipping them off right uh, now. Apparently, I'm not doing a honestly, great job. Honestly, screw you. For giving this to my friend Jake, and I'm standing up for him. That is right. terrible. Do you know how I would take no shit? We said that earlier. Yeah, <laughs> Jake. <laughs> well, we've clearly defied that. Yeah, my finger and was in that. You yeah. do, the best way I can describe it. Oh my god! I don't know. I don't really no, know I, anymore. I, I don't. I don't know. Um, either. The best <laughs> way I describe the best way I could Jesus describe Christ. it is uh, Barbie doll vomit. Oh, oh that's kind though. <laughs> Yeah, because like you would think would, it would like, just be like as plastic as they are. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It plastic is plasticky. This was a this is but if you look at the jar itself, and you can find this on our Instagram page, uh I mean this is clearly gas station like at the counter bought, Somebody got that like, from a pilot. Yeah. Like a J not pilot. Like, not not like, a captain, let's be clear. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially way, not a captain. Way to bring it back. <laughs> yeah. Full circle. But this yeah. is uh this is clearly from a gas station counter where you might find a mini bic with a deer or a wolf looking at a moon. And a bunch of five <laughs> Those hour are my energies. favorite lighters. <laughs> yeah, like a bunch of five hour energies and multiple flavors. Yeah. yeah. You know, so uh Rucker sackers, yellow jackets, tennis, like whatever the fuck. Tennessee Shine Company straight off the still in a very tiny jar. This jar is underutilized because it could have 
uh, it could have been a vessel for a lot of good jams, I would assume. Not, not shitty. Picklings of swords. This is runoff that people are selling to gas stations around, I'm assuming, the Gatlinburg, the greater Gatlinburg Pigeon Forge area. Greater Gatlinburg. Were they just, like, super lit when they got this for you, and they were like, Jake will like this. I assume so. I assume this person doesn't have my best interest in mind, especially when they're buying me gifts. Uh, no discredit to them. A gift is a gift, but that was not enjoyable whatsoever. Um, <laughs> your, I mean, fa- your face really sucked. said it all. I, like, I know this isn't a visual podcast, but <laughs> I was this sitting dead across from you, and uh, we woo. We if also, you want to get in a bad mood in 0.5 seconds, come down and try Tennessee Shine. <laughs> Tennessee Shine Company. It'll piss you off in 0.5 seconds. It'll take the shine Guaranteed. right off your attitude. Tennessee Shine Co- Tennessee Shine Company, do you want to make a face like you just uh, didn't know the flash was on? <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go right there. That's the one. That's, That's what Tennessee it. Shine looks like. We nailed it. Let's go home. <laughs> oh, my God. That, that was good. Tennessee uh, Shine, where there's a, there's a warning label on this. Yeah, it's flammable. It's a very that's a tiny Molotov cocktail right there. Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, the the cutest little fireball. Resist. <laughs> Resist. I just drink protest tools. Yeah. What, what? We could be using this for better purposes. Yeah, we got election coming up. Come on, man. Mm. Go listen to No Church in the Wild and create tiny firebombs. Uh, <laughs> there's people in Africa that could use this. <laughs> for their protest. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, you had it's, to you had too real. You had to bring up the A word, didn't Africa <laughs> A- Africa's the A word? <laughs> yeah, Gee, that's I right. I thought it was ass. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I thought ass was the A word. I mean the cops are being um uh D holes. No, you can say that. Uh in Africa. They're killing kids. In Nigeria. Yeah. yeah. I'm aware. SARS. So yeah, literally Kids like didn't... another way that SARS has ruined the world. Yeah, SARS. <laughs> Different kind of SARS, but still doing the same fucking shit. Tennessee whiskey. What SARS? SARS piss you off? <laughs> Take this and throw it out a cop. Hell yeah, dude. Tennessee whiskey. That's that's the thinnest blue line I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> what does SARS? Stand, what's what's the new SARS stand for? That's the oh, that's where we're God, going right now. It's that's where we're oh, going on this podcast Christ. right now. I have now. to look it up, but um, no, they're actively killing people in Nigeria. Yeah, and I'm ag- I'm against uh, pointless murder. Yeah, and I've said that. I've I've said it. I've came they out stand to for, say uh, it. the special anti robbery squad. Mm. But they're literally like openly like they're part of the Nigerian police force and they're openly murdering people. Like again, if you think that. Thaddeus is for opening openly. Oh, this is bad. Openly <laughs> murdering kids in Nigeria. Or fucking anybody, really. Or anybody. Well, but specifically this, because this is what we're talking about. Thaddeus, are you fucking anybody? I am right gonna now? I'm gonna publicly say right now, I am against that. Okay. I'm I'm glad you cleared the air. We're, we're, we're anti SARS. We're going down yeah. a very very deep realm, and I'm so sorry about that. Like it was the goddamn moonshine, bud. This is an engi- This is an educational podcast. Yeah, well, like, it yeah. was, and then it just completely went away from that. Yeah, Tennessee shine. <laughs> Have you ever had a good podcast that's going great? Do everybody? What, and you want to just ruin it? <laughs> and you want to bring up some? Throw it right down and you want to? And you want to bring up a global crisis like Not Tennessee fantastic. Shine Company? Uh, <laughs> Tennessee <laughs> Shine. All your bad thoughts in the basket. 
All your bad thoughts in a basket, Jesus. It's a mason jar, thank you. Oh, thank you. Is that a mason jar? That's a no. Again, we talked about this market. It's a mason jar adjacent. It wants to be a mason jar, but it didn't fully mature. (laughs) Didn't fully mature. Somebody plucked it from the mason jar tree. It was not able to actually like grow its full fruits about itself. Therefore, that is not a mason jar. It is the tiniest little piece of shit. This looks like a giant toenail remover. Like (laughs) if a giant had a toenail remover, (laughs) this is exactly what it would be. Oh my god! It looks like it looks like the jar that like in a like a. Uh, maybe like a like a suspenseful drama where somebody would inject something that's gonna like Ooh, kill yeah, somebody. Like some nurse ratchet shit. Yeah, yes. that, that's what I'm saying. Like that kind of jar has that, like the, the dramatic serum like, that, like yeah, yeah, like that like kill, yeah, yeah like pull like pulling like, the plunge. Or like, yeah. <laughs> this is either the cure or the poison. Yeah, yeah. I guess. That's, so that's clearly it's the poison both. for this that's, podcast. That's the vibe. Yeah, I'm wow. so sorry that that was the game. I'm so sorry that that was the round of guests the hooch that you were on Heather Storms. But I mean, I but fine. with Heather's storms, we brought the lightning. You're goddamn right. Hey, I'm so sorry. What was the thing that you said earlier? Off. Oh, air? we were we oh. were just talking about my name and and uh, Thad, who I just <clears throat> met for the first time in person. Uh, we have a lot of mutual friends. So great to meet you. Um, but he was Likewise. like Storms. That's a really cool last name. Yeah. And I was like, Yeah, you know. Uh, he's like, That seems like it's like you know, uh, Storms. Like cool. And I was like, yeah, uh, you know, it's good for everything. Uh, weather girl, superhero, porn star. I mean, yeah. like, I got your bases covered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. D- did you have, like, did you have a career outlet in mind with your name growing up, you uh, think? Or was it meteorology? Legitimately, when I was about mm, eight or nine, uh, I grew up in Fort Wayne. And, uh. Say what? Yeah. Shout out to Fort Wayne. Beep, 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 but no, they used to do this thing called Kids Fair, and uh, you could go, and, like, there were, like, fun activities and stuff, but, like, they had, like, a lot of the local news stations, radio stations, et cetera, to, like, kind of, you know, kids figure out, like, what they maybe wanted to be when they grew up, and I ended up on uh, a local news segment oh. from Kids Fair where uh, they found out what my name was, and they were like, do you want to do the weather forecast? Oh, my God. This exists in the universe, by the way. I can't wait to um, look this up on this, YouTube this in five this minutes. In so it's like yeah. eight-year-old me being like, this is Heather Storms with the weather. Today it's going to be cloudy in 65. <laughs> <laughs> no way. And she was like, like the, this woman, I don't even remember her name, but she was like, you have too good of a name. Like, you have to get up here. Get on the stage. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I also ended up at the same fair uh, singing Eight Days a Week by the Beatles Jesus on a Christ. live radio broadcast. So, you know. Well, wow. and this is your first podcast, which is actually my favorite part of this whole thing, because I would say you rocked it and like, I think I just talk a you lot. Did, well, I mean, you're, you're, you're very knowledgeable. Welcome um, to your destiny. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. Do you, Welcome. Do you think that you have a future in meteorology at this point? I mean, uh, I no. No, I don't. Because being the geek that I am uh, and like researching history, spirits, blah, blah, blah. Um, I researched the history of the first meteorologist because why wouldn't I? Jesus um, Christ. I know. I'm a fucking <laughs> asshole, dude. I'm like the largest <laughs> asshole in America. How many encyclopedias do you have? None. Twelve. We have the internet. I don't, I don't need them. <laughs> is enci- encyclopedia is a plural. 
isn't it? It is. Yeah. This is the yeah. whole how many yeah. other thing, Dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how many, how many, it's, how many encyclopedia? He's like, yeah. it's an encyclopedia. It's encyclopedia. What's the singular of encyclopedia, so, though? Not encyclopedia. Like, it's not like cacti, you know? Like, you can't it's put not, that It's not encyclopedias. <laughs> no. It's, encyclopedia. It's encyclopedia. Yeah. That's the yeah. plural. No, that's the plural. That's the only uh, tense of the word. I think. I think so. Oh, it's, it's like, like it's like deer. Or yeah, fish. Or fish. Yeah. Or moose. There you go. Yeah. It's not exactly. meese up in the bitch. It's yeah. a fucking moose. The whole dude. business of meese. Oh my god, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Meese. Meese. Um, I, I love that fucking term. Like ever since I was a kid, I was like, what the fuck? Why don't we call like we call goose goose and we call geese geese? But why can't we call them a fucking pack of meese or whatever i i've always wanted that for humanity yeah that's, that's what he's dedicated <laughs> his life that's where we went wrong geese meese yeah. oh dude yeah covid would have never happened if meese was a thing yeah Tri- I, like off top trivia but. question for because th- i know marcus raymond marcus swafford knows the answer to this trivia question for hit heather me. and thaddeus hit me what is a group of ferrets called uh, i favorite no con no it's got to be like a Mm, I know. Oh, a, that I was know, close. I know that was so a lot. Close. Of, I feel like I know you. A lot I, of no, them, just I say it. Just no, say it. I don't think I'm right. I you like, are right. I feel say like what whatever whatever letter it seemed like you were about Mm-mm. to say the right letter. Nope, I refuse. Oh, come on. What did you say? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, do you have a second mm-hmm. guess? Can you give me a hint of what the first letter is? It starts with A B. For ferrets? For ferrets. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this yeah. is my favorite thing, dude. B as in B. As B as in B as in B. B as in boy. So helpful. So helpful, Jake Johnson. The host of this podcast. B as in B. You know, Bitch, like, if you don't know what B is, you good like, luck. You know, like B movie. Oh, man. Like the I Jerry Seinfeld classic. Like B, B, as, B in, as in B as in B E. B is in B movie. B Sorry, Jerry Seinfeld. B. <laughs> B is in Barbados. B is oh, in Barbancourt. B is in Barbacoa. <laughs> what is what is a what is a what is a plural? We actually alluded to this earlier. Yeah, we did. No. What is what is a know. what is a group of ferrets called? A Ooh. listeners, this is your time to guess amongst yourselves. <laughs> if you guys named it, like you guys like drop this. I know. I know so many random ones, but I don't know this. one This is a weird one. I know that's why I was. That's why I'm throwing. So it's it not even like. Should we not tell Barrett? Them? Not tell them, and then like that's have the closest them. I could guess. What Barrett? That's Barrett? my no. guess. No, no. no that's, that's that gun, bitch that got nominated to Supreme Court illegally. Oh, uh, where's the where's the boo? We need a boo. Wait, is there? That's good enough for me. Is there a boo? We'll see. There's a boo. Dare you. What was that? How dare you? Oh, I love that one. Ooh, magic. I don't okay, think there's, there's no boo. It was replaced with how dare you? No, I think I no, I think I replaced it with this. I know Wait, so I, I what, no no no. I know I know what I, I know what I replaced it with. I replaced it with this noise. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's me. Oh, I re- that's wow. that. Uh, All right, stop it. I uh, no no. <laughs> I, just, I just keep doing it over and over. Your red light is so bright right now. Again. So wait, what was the what was the answer? Do you really want to know? Yeah, I don't. You don't. You don't have any sort of guess, I, like ooh, I of don't. a B word, like a group of people with a B word. I. It's a weird one. Well, we'll give you one more. I'm gonna just say bitches. 
Um, I, I wish. It's not yeah, bitches. It's a bitches affair. <laughs> Use that in a sentence, it's, it's please. A, it's a singular word that describes a, a plural amount of ferrets. Right. Uh, it does It does relate to... Um, <laughs> Gesundheit, Cody. Um, like, uh, is he having a seizure? No, he's okay. he's okay. I think he's okay. Our producer is really having a rough time yeah. under the table right he's now. He's very gassy. Yeah. He's got, <laughs> something so caught, gassy. got something caught in his gullet. Um... <laughs> Uh, but, oh my gosh! I don't know. I don't know how to like uh, Mar- I, Raymond I, Marcus. I, again, I, I know a lot of random ones. I don't know this one. Um. Okay. One more. Uh, what, what? Okay, Heather. What's a random like? Like, plural? what's a group of rhinos called? Uh, like a, like a pageant or something. <laughs> it's called a crash. Ooh. What is that? What's a group of owls called? Oh man, that, I'm so glad we're on this topic because what's a group of owls this. called? I love this. Um, uh, uh, a hoot nanny. That would be way better. <laughs> oh my god! That would be way better for the silly Holy for the shit. silly crowd. Uh, no, it's that actually called fire. it's called a parliament. Yeah. What the fuck? Okay, a parliament of okay, owls? okay. So like wow. a, a lot. So the fact that I don't know ferret is pissing me off right okay. now. So <laughs> I I couldn't tell. It's along those it's along those lines. It's very arbitrary, and it it it, it does not. Really Essentially, it, an, an an entrepreneurship. Yeah, I feel like that is a another. Does that, uh, yeah, like layer. Uh, does that help? Like it does not. If you are an entrepreneur, what do you do? Business. Correct. Really? <laughs> no way. Yeah, so ferrets have zero ferrets. business. No, that's because they stink and they're all weaselly as fuck. I completely oh, yeah. agree. So a so but. like like a like an Iditarod sled of ferrets (laughs) which is a great mental picture is a business of ferrets i'm just handling my business nothing to see here a a lot of (laughs) oh hey guys sorry i gotta go i've got some business affairs to attend to (laughs) (laughs) i i look fun i'm sorry i did that to (laughs) y'all Wow. Thaddeus, what do you think about a business of ferrets? Would you be scared if a business of ferrets were running at you? Is it business or business? Bu- <laughs> it's, my business it's my business. <laughs> if I find out that you're lying about this, I mean, it's I a, quick, a quick hop, skip, skip, and a Google away. Do you have a potential disagreeal? Is that what you're saying? It's not official. Not official disagreeable, but if I find out, <laughs> we will have a very large disagreeable. If I wasted my time to find out this is not true, and trust me, I'm going to look this up. Okay, I this is not true. I hope the guy that told me this is true. But I, no, I, I'm, I'm no, it was a random chick. No, no, we we uh, we did Google it. It was uh, a random chick that real? went by the Schmarden fable. Yeah, right. Yeah, I I'm a, I'm a kind of mansion. I will I will personally see that my kids. Bully your kids. Oh my god! No, nope. wow. uh, Google confirms. Oh, a group of ferrets is known as a business. Well, all right. Hey, so everything's time. good. Can we? Yeah. Can well, we? No uh, more bullying. No more bullying. Yeah. Can we? We're good here. Can anyone use uh, business in a in a sentence without saying ferret? That's impossible. Like, can you just refer to? I mean, like, I have a business where I sell business. Oh, okay. I mean, that's a bit of a. How about this? Um. I was talking to a girl and she was like, oh, oh, like up in your business. Oh, oh, wait, hold, like... wait, 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 wait. <laughs> and I was like, you need to leave. I'm working. 
because this this is office hours. Uh huh. So please excuse yourself from my business. <laughs> <laughs> also, please change your uh, their litter on your way out. Yes. <laughs> I was at the zoo the other day, and uh, I stumbled upon, and then tripped over a business. No. <laughs> oh no! Stop the podcast, <laughs> guys. Uh, we're gonna call that the third round number in the well. Heather Storms, once again, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. That Gen- key, Jake Johnson, Marcus. Yeah, Raymond Great Marcus over the third. Cody, uh, Cody. Shouts out to Cody as well. Yeah. Thanks for that fart earlier. Yeah. He's yeah. Like, really <laughs> broke the tension in the yeah. room. Good material. Guys. God damn it. Uh, this has been a lot of fun. Please follow H Storms on the Instagram. I mean, is that what you want? Do you want people to yeah, follow you? Yeah, at H Storms, at B&B Indie. Mm-hmm. At Ball and Biscuit Indie. Go into Ball and Biscuit. Hella good cocktails in there. And they've got a great manager running their stuff. Heather Storms, thank you so much for being a part of this. Thank you guys again for having me. Thad McKee at Thad McKee at Raymar Swaff. Appreciate you both for being on here. Thank you for being here. Yeah, boy. Absolutely. Guys, have a good rest of your evening. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Bye. Bye for real.